0: Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me.
1: Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word.
2: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back. We're glad you can join us for our morning Bible study. Thomas, can you pray for us, please? Yes. God, I just thank you for not defeating us before our enemies and just giving us the supplies we need to defeat them and not strengthening their hand against us. In the name of Jesus, amen.
0: Amen. <laughs> All right, well, this morning we are in Second Samuel chapter 10. So, let's, get, let's just get to the word, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, could I have someone, a volunteer, read the first five verses, please? I will. All right, promise?
2: It happened after this that the king of, of the people of Ammon died, and Hanun, his son, re- reigned in his place. Then David said, I will show kindness to Han, the son of Nash, as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent by the hand of his servants to comfort him concerning his father. And David's servants came into the land of the people of Ammon. And the princes of the people of Ammon said to Han the Lord, Do you think that David really honors your father because he has sent comforters to you? Has David not rather sent his servants to you to search the city, to spy it out, and to overthrow it? Therefore Hun took David's servants, shaped off half their beards, cut off their guns at the middle at their buttocks, and sent them away. When they told David, he sent to meet them because the men were greatly ashamed. And the king said, Wait in Jericho until your beards have grown, and then return.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh just just so you know, sir, All right? <laughs> it's Ammon. Nahash and Hanun. Okay? <laughs> it,
1: was, it was a good
0: shot at it that It was a good <laughs> okay. shot. But we just want to help educate you, right? Mm-hmm. So we can, by we, I mean you, can move forward, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what did everybody understand? or how did, what did the holy spirit reveal to you everybody and or what questions or comments do you have
2: i find it kind of interesting that they're trying to persuade um, the king on why David had truly sent the comforters. They tried to say that he had done it for different reasons, and they tried to portray him in a different light. Like when you, when you think of somebody, you try to put your own attributes of what you think on them. I, you can see that's what they thought he was gonna do, and he, and then he decided to, because he thought that he decided to go forward and do other actions that were. Clearly made David angry.
1: Mm-hmm. So, because they were suspicious, they yes. they didn't perceive the actions rightly. Even if you had a thought of someone is trying to do you harm, do you need to try to embarrass them? Like no, that was a very juvenile and actually lowly kind of um, a, approach that um, King Hanun took to if you thought somebody was coming to spy out the land, why wouldn't you prepare your guards and be on the watch for the troops coming? Why would you antagonize them? You know what I oh. mean? And
0: Even before that, you wait till they got to the kingdom, to the, to the throne?
1: But even still, I mean, if you attack someone's, you know, like while they're walking up to the thing, you're going to incite a war. I mean, like that would be an opening. But if you thought they were coming to spy out the land, watch them. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely,
0: yes.
1: He could have walked... There, there's a myriad of ways that they could have handled this that wasn't child, childish I and sure, very yes. inappropriate for a, a king. And, you know, if he thought, hmm, well, we're just going to boost our troops, you know, from, from now on because you guys came out of nowhere to quote-unquote be kind to us, even if they felt that way. They could have boosted their troops. They could have, you know what I mean, just been more watchful versus right out making an enemy the thing about being children of god he gives us wisdom to deal with people you know people are sometimes genuine and come and genuinely want to show us kindness and do good likewise there are other people that do come and want to do harm does that mean you now start acting in your flesh no and Oh, no. Just <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, start acting your flesh. Yeah,
2: no. I was like, being with
1: you, mom. Uh,
0: okay. So, <laughs> well, that, so. that's not what was communicated, <laughs> sir.
1: So, no, you don't get into your flesh. Stay calm. You have, there are more with us than there are with any of our enemies. And when we make our, when our ways are pleasing to the Lord, he causes even our enemies to be at peace with us. Now, King Hanun was not, claim to be a, a believer at any point. It just says his father showed kindness to David at at some point, probably on David's journey of running and whatnot. So
0: Yes. Well as I look at this, I'm reminded of Jesus' words in Matthew, chapter ten, I'll say forty and forty one, right? Where he says there?
1: Not yet.
0: Okay. Well, I'll give you a minute.
1: Is that chapter 10? Yes. Okay.
0: Everybody there? Yes. Okay. It says, he who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. Mm-hmm. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward, and he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man Shall receive a righteous man's reward uh, I bring that up because clearly David at this point he's a righteous man he's a man after god's own heart that's, that's the lord's testimony of him. He sent people to show kindness
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not just to to the father uh, we've seen that here lately. A lot with David, especially in Second Samuel, how he is continually honoring the fathers of their households, right? Yes. Um, even though the, the generations are growing and continuing, and you know their, I their households are are expanding and continuing in the earth. David is continually honoring the households, but here he's also extending that. You see that again, extending it to the future generations of those households. However, like you were bringing up, honey, about how his actions were perceived. And not necessarily by the individual themselves, right? I'll say the next heir to the throne or the next head of that household. Mm -hmm. But it was about the people that advised him.
1: That he surrounded himself with.
0: Exactly. His Mm -hmm. counsel, if you will. So I, I bring that up because of this. We are responsible, personally, ourselves individually, to seek the Lord and to get the answer from Him. Yes, what we should say, what we should do, but to be advised by the Lord's counsel. Mm -hmm. Because the Lord knows the thoughts and intentions of the hearts. So even though he is in this, this king, King Hanun, had other counsel, clearly they were off in their assessment. It was Mm -hmm. inaccurate Mm -hmm. and instead of receiving a a blessing and kindness and a reward if you will Mm -hmm. from david right david no he wasn't there personally but he sent people as ambassadors of himself Mm -hmm. right Yes. yes who were equipped and prepared and given the authority to show the same kindness and whatever they were going to say was just as if it came from david's mouth himself much like Jesus with his heavenly father, right? Yes. yes. Much like the disciples that were then apostles and how every believer is supposed to be as ambassadors of Christ. We can't be ambassadors, but we be off on our own program. Mm-hmm. We have to say what we have been instructed to say and do what we've been instructed to do how we've been instructed to do it
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right yes so that other people can see the same nature the character of of our lord and savior our heavenly father right yes okay but they didn't they rejected him they antagonized they embarrassed humiliated Mm -hmm. and then well so we're about to read. There are consequences for those actions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So back to the point, we have our own inherent responsibility to seek the Lord for ourselves, to, through His Holy Spirit, reveal to us, the plan, the thoughts, the intentions, because He'll do so. And also tell us, He'll give the gameplay to us as to what we're to say, and do in each situation. Mm -hmm. So a lot of as we're about to read, trial and consequence could have been avoided. Mm -hmm. Just by the simple act of receiving. So I also say it as an example of be wary of who comes into your life. And the intentions not always viewing from a negative standpoint. Right?
2: yes
0: yes anything seek the lord lord did you send this this person and then he'll also reveal the why ask him is it to help is it to to support to walk with for a time or they're
1: just passing through
0: are they just passing through and either way right we're still to as brothers and sisters sisters in christ honor, respect them, and show them the love of God.
1: Mm -hmm. Walk in love towards them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. One thing that I um, have learned from the Holy Spirit and that it is good for you to put into practice is when a situation comes to me, say, say someone says something to me, a person is speaking with me, and I look at it with, you know, I'm listening to what they're saying, and I have a perception. I'll go, Holy Spirit, is that what I'm looking at? Is that what they... What's being said, I ask him to clarify what the person is communicating because words may say something inflection may communicate something else the expression on their face may communicate something their body um, their body language, their gestures physically may communicate something to me, but it may not be what is intended so because God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit but in, in our Stance of where we are today in our our walk with the Lord, the Holy Spirit discerns the thoughts and intents of the heart, right? Yes. And he is the one who guides us into all truth. So he knows the other person that's that's speaking with me or communicating me in whatever way. And he knows what's really going on. So I just ask him, am I seeing this right? Am I perceiving accurately and correctly what this person is saying to me or doing or et cetera, et cetera? And he'll go, yep, that's it. You, Yeah. This is what's happening, and I, I can, uh, you know, then go into further um, communication with the Lord. Well, then how do I handle it from here? Or if I'm misunderstanding something, tell me. He tells me what the right assessment is. He tells me how to accurately perceive it and look at it, because that's important. Like in this case, the man assumed that David was doing something wrong.
0: Oh well, he didn't even assume. He was advised by his counselors sure, he was, that, that it, David's thoughts and intentions were other than to show kindness.
1: Sure. But he, he received whatever yes, the counsel was, so therefore he also joined in that assumption because he didn't reject it, and he could have. Or he could have been like, well, let me see a little bit longer. He could have done a myriad of things, but he jumped right in with it. He did. So he, and he is the king. And so well,
0: that was the point I was going to bring up. He's the king. He, makes, he has the final say. No one else has the final say in what you decide and, in your life. That the Lord should have it first and foremost. But you can go along with the group, or you can, you can seek the Lord for yourself, as we should be doing. No one can force you to do something that you don't want to do. So, his yes, his, in this case, King Hanun's counselors convinced him other than the truth, right, based off assumptions or whatever they did. Excuse me. And there's there's a cost for it. As opposed to him just seeking the Lord, him to him, King Hanun in this case, deciding how he was going to interact and receive and demonstrate well, his kingship how he wanted his kingdom to be perceived. He himself as, well, the new head of the house for Ammon. Yes. Yes. Any Anything else for that section? No. Okay. All right, well, let's continue. Can we get someone to read from verse 6 to the end of the chapter, please? I
2: will.
0: All right, La- Charles.
2: When the people of... Ammon saw that they made themselves repulsive to David. The people of Ammon sent and hired the Syrians of Bethrehab, and the Syrians of Zobah, 20,000 foot soldiers, and from the king of Ma'aka, 1,000 men, and from Ishtob, 12,000 men. Now when when David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the army of the mighty men. Then the people of Ammon came out and put themselves in battle array at the entrance of the gate. And the Syrians of Zobah, Bethlehob, Ishtob, and Maaka were by themselves in the field. When Job saw that the battle line was against him before and behind, he chose some of Israel's best and put them in battle array against the Syrians. And the rest of the people he put under the command of Abishai his brother, that he might set them in battle array against the people of Ammon. Ammon, sorry. Then he said, "If the Syrians are too strong for me, then you will help. Then you shall help me. But the people." of Ammon are too strong for you then i will come and help you be of good courage and let us be strong for our people for the cities of our god and may the lord do what is good in his sight so joab and the people who were with him drew near for the battle against the syrians and they fled before him when the people of Ammon saw that the syrians were fleeing they also fled before abishai and entered the city so joab returned from the people of Ammon. And went to Jerusalem. When the Syrians saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they gathered together. Then Hadazar sent out and brought out the Syrians who were beyond the river. And they came to Uh Halam and Shubak. Shubak. The commander of Hadazar's army went before them. When it was told David, he gathered all Israel, crossed over the Jordan, and came to Halam. And the Syrians set themselves in battle array right against David, and fought with him. Then the Syrians fled before Israel, and David killed seven thousand charioteers and forty thousand horsemen of the Syrians, and struck Shobak, Shobak Shobak, the commander of their army, who died there. And when all the kings who were servants of Hadazar saw that they were defeated by Israel, they made peace with Israel and served them. So the Syrians were afraid to help the people of Ammon. Anymore.
0: Hmm. I want to back up a second for those first five verses, right? Mm-hmm. After David's ambassadors, messengers were humiliated. What does it say about David?
2: Um, he told him to go to the city and wait until he came back, or he that he wait in Jerusalem. Back? Are you talking about the first five verses? Yes.
0: Was that he was, yep. He first was five about.
2: verses. He told them to wait and Jericho to go back to the beach, and then go back.
0: Okay. He sent to meet them. Mm-hmm. He sent to meet them. So, I'm I'm bringing that up to to say this. There are times, assignments, that the Lord will send us on in our walk, to do the things that he's called us to do. It doesn't always go, I'll say, as we had planned. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's painful. Mm -hmm. However, the Lord is true to his word. He'll never leave us or forsake us. So yes, while these individuals, David's men, yet were sent and ultimately rejected and humiliated and all the rest of it, David sent to meet them, to encourage them, and to give them instructions, All right? Much like the Lord does with us. You see some of the Lord's nature and character here in helping to, uh, I'd say, reestablish, but that's not exactly accurate. It's more encourage them, Mm -hmm. to build them back up. And yes, so of course, they were there for, for a time. Right? I mean, most people can't grow a beard out in 24 hours or, or a month, right? Like, yes. It takes time. And the Lord knows that about us as well. And he well, controls time, everything. He, he knows time. Time was set for us, right? Yes. He, he knows and he gives us time too get to rest, to be built back up, so that we can continue in the things that he's called us to do. Right? Yes. But again, like we just read in this section, the people that that reject who the Lord sends, there are consequences. Because they should have done what was right to do, but instead chose not to. So it's sin. So a covering is removed, if you will. The people have given foot, or a foothold for the enemy to enter in. In this case, it was, I'll say, David establishing and, and protecting and defending his, his lordship as king, but also his kingdom. Right? As, like we were reading in Matthew. The the last verse to that verse 41, Matthew 1041. I believe it was ten forty-one. 10, 41. 42. Was whoever gives to these little ones even so much as a cup of water. In other words, whoever receives them, whoever takes them in, whoever accepts you, treats you well, doesn't lose their reward. Okay.
2: Yes.
0: So that's key. Because clearly, like we said, the actions incurred the wrath of, well, I'll say of David. He was going to defend, just like the Lord defends us, those he sends out. And so there were consequences. But in this section, right, what did everybody get out of it? What did the Holy Spirit reveal to you?
2: Um, the Lord was showing me that when it shows David, the only reason he went to war wasn't because after they cut off the beard is when they start preparing for war. So you can still see that he was trying to be peaceful, but they were saying up for war.
0: So they perpetuated the situation? Yes. Instead of just doing the one action and then having discussion and dialogue and coming to an understanding or back into alignment with what the the original plan was which was for David to show kindness yes they exacerbated the situation they made it worse yes or you could say hardened their hearts and continued in wrongdoing and mistreatment right
2: yes Yes.
0: okay and then what happened
2: they got defeated
0: Okay, well, that's part of it, yep. Then after that... But what else happened?
2: Uh, the Syrians no longer helped them, and then the Syrians hardened their hearts.
0: So well, let's let's back that up. Let's pause there for a second, right? Because it wasn't just about doing the job, or I'll say in the job, I mean, mistreating David's people, and then defending or standing up for themselves they got other people involved yes there's a saying misery loves company all right yes do you see that play out here it wasn't just themselves standing on their own actions but they tried to pull others and they did pull others into their wrongdoing so now it's not just one group of people the ammonites that are experiencing the consequences of their actions. They've pulled now the Syrians from all over. So now there's a whole nother group of people that are suffering and experiencing consequences for coming into alignment with wrongdoing. Who really had no part.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: But now they're sharing in the same pain. And loss and heartache and everything else that comes as a result of war. Could that have been avoided? Yes. Yes. Why wasn't it?
2: Because they were blinded by what they wanted to do. And they weren't clearly thinking about the situation. Mm
0: -hmm. Does that happen a lot in our own personal lives? Hopefully not, but yes, um, there's no doubt we can think back to some situations and experiences in our life and we see that same pattern here played out. Mm -hmm. And then what else? What else happened? What else did the Holy Spirit reveal to you? Or what questions do you have? (laughs)
2: Um, I find it amusing that Hadadazar made a reappearance after in chapter 9 or chapter 8. He was already defeated by David, and he was eager to throw his hat in again and try to (laughs) get revenge on David. Uh But he still lost.
0: Okay. And what does that speak to you or say to you?
2: That he was harboring
0: hate. That he kept those walls. He allowed it to grow in his life, right? Instead of putting it down or uprooting it, he continued in it. Actually, you see that same thing played out here with the Ammonites. That's why there are two wars. Two co- two battles, two conquests, right? Two campaigns. Yes. Campaigns is probably a better way to phrase that. Because they, they were defeated the first time. Right? And everybody acknowledged, right? the Syrians saw that they'd been defeated by Israel. They gathered together, right? That's verse 15. And then they went for round two.
2: Yes.
0: That's a hardening of of heart there and fortifying themselves to continue in ultimately wrongdoing. Notice here in the second part, it wasn't the Ammonites. It wasn't the people that first got, or were the reason for this entire war and battle in the first place that are mentioned.
2: It's who? People dragged into it.
0: And they took the cause over and were perpetuating themselves. They picked up and carried on, ran with, well, all the things that led up to this this moment. Coming into alignment with sin and wrongdoing, mistreatment is significant. The original people, or the people that were responsible for the original actions, attitudes, behaviors, mindsets, all that, that led to the battle, that were all but not even mentioned here in verses 15 through 19. Where were they?
2: They were back in their cities. City.
0: Has anyone ever noticed that in their own life? Come into alignment, into agreement with someone else that's not doing what's right. And all of a sudden, they're the ones leading the charge and the people that were initially pulled them in are nowhere to be found.
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: And what happens? Are the people that are initially responsible, are they suffering the consequences?
2: No. No, no. no it ends
0: up being, let's well, you or me or whoever, right, by themselves that bears the full weight and brunt of well, what happens? It shouldn't be the case. But if the people that initially started this came to some kind of realization and aren't involved, that should send a very clear message, yeah?
2: Yes. Yeah. However,
0: clearly they were blinded by their own lust, desires, <coughs> thoughts... And all the rest of it, right? That's the sin or human nature. But we don't have to stay there. Anytime we can repent, we can come back to the Lord, we can get back into alignment with His plan His purpose. So we need to learn from this. And apply it to our lives. So we are not found in wrongdoing. Yes. Anyone have anything else I want to share or comment on? No, I don't. I'm with this. Verse 19, right? It wasn't You brought up how the days are, right? Yes. Okay. He was not the person that made peace. It was the people underneath him that recognized we've been defeated again, right, by Israel. And they made peace and then served them, coming back into alignment. Yes. Right? We were literally just talking about that with repentance any time we can repent, we can come, we can submit to, to God and His Lordship, and come back into alignment with His plan, serving Him, Him being our God, and we being His people. So, I encourage us all to do that, every one of us. But also, you see at the end, right? The Syrians were afraid to help the people of Ammon anymore. So they didn't associate with them. They didn't condone their wrongdoing. They weren't going to be supportive of sin or their actions that were clearly still against Israel. It leaves, I'll say, the people of Ammon, or the Ammonites, sheltered or hidden away in their cities in this section. Yes. But the Syrians came into alignment with Israel and with under King David and served and supported him and the kingdom of Israel, the people of Israel ultimately. Let's do that with the Lord. As my encouragement and admonishment for everyone today. Whatever we have going on that's not of Him, that is definitely the sin nature in our lives, let's cast that aside. Not continue in it. Drop it. Lay at the Lord's feet. Come into alignment. Submit to His Lordship. And then move forward in Him and the things of Him all right yes all right who wants to close us out in prayer i will all right layla
2: lord i just thank you for today and for our listeners lord and i ask that you'll continue to guide them into our truth and continue to help them mature and grow in you lord and become the people that you've asked us to be lord um I just thank you for your goodness and for your power, Lord, and your mercy and your grace and your love, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus
0: name. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you, and have a wonderful day.
1: Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer.